week. I'm excited to be back for 2023. I know some of you have been waiting for my author interviews to restart for the new year and um and i'm excited to do that as well i actually got the week wrong and i contacted trish um last week confirming today but it, i was one week out so good morning uh trish like i'm so excited to be interviewing you as my first author for the year uh how, how, how are you and how's how's the weather up in queensland it and really humid it's really gross at the moment we're we're having a bit of a heat wave so um it, it's not very pleasant but um i'm excited and uh looking forward to our chat today i love it now let you share a little bit of a trigger warning guys before we get into it because some of you may have seen the title of the live um and you're kind of going what are you going to talk about here so please do that and then i'll introduce you properly yeah, I just just you know we will be discuss discussing issues of rape and sexual violence, and you know it can be something that's uh, hard to hear and and possibly triggering for some people. So just please, if you if you um, do have trouble listening to this or it triggers something in you, please reach out for help. And there's always help out there. Lifeline um, is a great uh, initial point of contact. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll introduce you guys who, who Trish is and we'll share also about her book and you can see it already behind her. She's got a copy there of, of it as well and we'll talk about that. But Trish White is an experienced social worker turned author and activist. She's passionate about raising awareness of sexual violence uh, and our archaic justice system where it is almost impossible to convict a dangerous sex offenders and where victims of sexual, sexual crimes experience further trauma. Trish provides a raw and very personal insight into her lived experience after surviving an extremely violent and life-threatening rape and assault in regional Queensland in 2018. The assault itself was disturbing and shocking, but what followed from the moment she tried to report the crimes and the more than three years wait for the trial, beggars belief. So horrendous was her post-crime experience that her genuine advice to survivors is not to report all right so that's a big big statement so how long had you been thinking about now put, putting this your story into a book or or the advice that you want to share with people and let, let's get into why because people are probably curious yeah so it felt for me if it, it felt like a very quick decision um but in in hindsight the three years leading up to trial i had great support from women around me. And there were lots of little comments from them saying, you need to write about this, you need to share this, you know, take notes. Um, and then I guess the defining moment was, was the, um, you know, I have to be very open and transparent about um, my case and the perpetrator was found not guilty on all charges. And that was the defining moment for me because I couldn't understand how we even got that outcome. And it was like, I, I need, I, I personally needed to understand how this happened. And that's where writing the book came into it for me because the book was my way of writing down, seeing it written, going through the court transcripts and finding out exactly what happened and, and how it happened the way that it did. So when I read the court transcripts for the first time, that was me writing the book. Like I, I never even got to read through the transcripts before writing the book. Like it was, 
it was a bit of a, I'm getting the court transcripts and I'm, I'm just going to write as I go so that it, it's as raw and it's in the moment of me trying to put together how, how it happened, like the way that it did. Mm, amazing. And so um, what's the intention? You know, you know, you're making a quite bold statement, um, you know, what was your experience and you know just tell us a bit about your story and you know everyone will have an opinion or a side they want to take and all that kind of stuff and this is what the book writing is about is about us sharing what we believe and value or in the world so tell me a little bit more about that so the intention is to um pretty much expose the justice system for what it is. I don't believe it's a justice system at all. I believe that there's so much red tape. There's so much, um, there's so much wrong with the system. So my, my, my hope is to educate people on what it's actually like. A lot of people think, oh, it must be awful to go through court for that type of thing. And I think a lot of people have a general understanding that it's probably a tough thing to go through, but it's so much worse than that. It's so much worse than that. And right from the moment of me trying to report the crimes, walking into our police station and trying to report the crimes, it, it was barrier after barrier. And um, and just the conviction rate alone, like Queensland has a, just a 3% conviction rate for rape. And I just find that so disturbing. And I'm not, I don't even understand how that is okay with our society. And I think it's because our society doesn't know that. They don't know that, that it's that difficult to, to um, hold someone accountable for such a violent crime and life-threatening. Like, I, I truly thought that I, I wasn't going to survive that night. I, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's a tough one. And, and you don't. You don't know until you're in it, right? or one, until it's happening as to what are, you know, all the steps you're going to go through. And yeah. you have obviously all the steps now and didn't have the outcome that, you know, which, as you say, most won't get the outcome that they thought they would. Um, mm. So what are the alternatives? Like what's the advice, maybe some of the pointers that you're sharing throughout the book? Mm. About so the, the way I wrote the book was, um, so I, I tell the story from the beginning and where I, I find that there's an injustice or where I find that something was done wrong, I put in my recommendation on, on how I think it could be done better or how we can protect survivors more or uh, how we can hold offenders accountable more. So as I go along, so I feel like I'm in a bit of a unique position because of my profession as a social worker I, I I it's like I'm on the other side of the table now you know I was the professional I was the the go-to person I'd tell you how to get through these traumatic things you know I've worked um with uh really vulnerable people and abuse and neglect and mental health and and drug and alcohol problems so I I feel like I've got a good understanding of uh, what it's like for people to go through these sorts of things but now I've gone through it myself you know, now now it's me that's the victim. It's me that's the survivor. So with my knowledge of my profession, together with my own personal experience, I feel that I can help. I can help articulate, you know, what the problems are and, and how bad it is because people need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So the book is the first step. What are some of the other things that, you know, obviously this interview is another step of sharing the message and bringing awareness? What are some other things that you're hoping to do? 
Yeah, I'm ho I've had a lot of a lot of people reach out. So a lot of people, um, it's a really isolating and lonely experience with um, sexual violence. It's something that's really hard to talk about. It's something that people don't like to talk about. It's uncomfortable. It's but it's so rampant in our society. Like when we look at the statistics that, you know, one in three women, like you just, you just need to think about the women in your own family or your own friend circle. Like there's women there who have been assaulted and who have experienced similar things, mm -hmm. yet the shame and the, um, you know, we don't talk about that sort of business keeps, keeps it hidden and, and it just builds up in, it's not good for anybody to carry that sort of trauma or, um, so I really hope to help survivors, um, you know, let people know they're not alone and, and explain um, a lot of the, the problems in the system with the ultimate hope. Like my ultimate aim is to change laws and that's, that's what I'm aiming for. I, I don't want my children or my grandchildren to have to go through what I went through. We deserve better and our future generations deserve better. Yeah, that's beautiful. We've got a couple of comments. I'll read them out from who Santi says, I feel for you, Trisha. I have had similar experiences in the justice system. All credit to you for writing this book. And Muriel says the justice system has never been right or fair for many reasons. And unfortunately, it's the same overseas. Thank you for sharing. So, um, yeah, people have gone through like experiences. That it takes you know, a number of people to make a shift and kind of speak up and, you know, writing a book is one of those powerful ways to do to do that because, yeah, you're putting yourself out there. I mean, were you fearful about how this would be received? Like what were, maybe talk to me a little bit about, you know, it's quite a controversial title and all that kind of stuff. So I want to know because a lot of our authors, not even with the controversial title, they're fearful of taking the step into writing what they believe. Mm, absolutely petrifying, <laughs> like yeah. a, absolutely for a number of reasons. So one with the title, I, I did really want to draw attention to it. I wanted, I wanted something for people to go, what? My gosh, how is that someone's advice? I want them to, to think to themselves, what on earth has this woman been through for that to be her advice? Um, I feel like We've, we go to so many marches and Me Too movements and enough is enough and inquiry after inquiry. This has been going on for decades, yet there's been such little change. So I, I did feel I needed something really powerful or controversial. Uh, and that's why I did. And that is my honest, that is my honest advice. Like that is, the way that it is right now, don't do it. It's not worth it. And yeah. it, it, we, it has to change. And so I was, you know, I worried about, I worried about the criticism of the title, like, oh, how could you give that advice? And that's not, you know, I, I certainly worried about that. But on the, you know, on the same note, anyone that reads the book will know why I titled it that and they will understand why that's my title. So I feel like that explains itself in my book. But I was also worried about, you know, legal ramifications. And this, this man was found innocent. He was found not guilty. And um, I, I also had to be careful about de-identifying him and protecting his privacy because I would, you know, I could have left myself open to legal problems. So there was a lot of risk on my part. But yeah. it's, all, it's all worth it in my mind because the message is too important.
Yeah, absolutely. And um, if you do it the right way and you protect and you say that it's coming from your standpoint and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, you can you can put your viewpoint uh, forward. And uh, we've worked with many books, very sensitive topics um, in all sorts of traumatic situations. So, yeah, you've done an amazing job. I'm, I'm super proud of, you know, mm. being brave to, to talk about something that's so controversial. And you're absolutely right. We want people to be curious and go, why is she saying that? And then to actually understand what what it is. So, yeah, at what point, like what, who is the ideal reader for this? Is it someone who's been through this experience or even a warning for people? What kind of, what? Uh, who is it? I think there's two, there's two um, ends of it. Like there's, there's the supporting survivors, the people who may never have told a soul in their whole life about a, a similar experience. Um, so there's definitely uh, that, 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 that audience that would find comfort and maybe strength even from it. But ideally, I want to reach the people who have no idea about our justice system, who, and I want to reach politicians and lawmakers and people who have the power to make change, mm -hmm. or, or people who are, um, probably people who have no idea about it. Because when you don't know, you don't know, right? So if now you know that this is really how it is and this is a real true story on, on how it is, mm. you know, if you're in a, a position of power, are you obligated then to, you know, stand with the cause and, and try to, I'm sure people in power have daughters and granddaughters and wives and sisters and mothers. Like yeah. we can't ignore, we can't keep ignoring this. Yeah, absolutely. How was the writing process? What did you, um, you know, you said you started writing as you were going through the transcripts. Um, yeah. yeah. How did you tell me your strategy? Because you worked with us as a publishing only um, author, um, didn't go through say, the retreat program and all that, which which is super proud, even more proud, <laughs> because it takes a lot of discipline when you don't have more of that handholding. Uh, but yeah, you, you came through. So how long did it take to write in your own time what were some of the strategies that you used to make sure you stick it out to the end? Yeah, I can't remember exact timeline. You might be able to help me out with that. Is it was it, was it six months? I think from the time that I was on the phone call to the time I can't I can't remember. It was a few months, yes. but the process the process I found just really cool, like really amazing and a little bit magical because <laughs> I'm not a writer by any shape of the you know absolutely not a writer and my spelling's terrible um you know but when i sat in front of the computer and i had the manuscripts it truly just felt like it flowed through me like i there's a feeling that i get when i'm writing and when it's flowing and it's just coming through and when that's happening i just run with it and i do it as long as that lasts if if it's starting to not flow or I'm getting frustrated or I'll just close it up, walk away and wait until I'm in that space again, because it's a, it's a feeling in my body um, that what's coming out is right. It's, it's perfect and, and it's easy. It just flowed. And that's, that's, that's the feeling that I would look for when I was writing. Nice. Nice. So all up from, starting to write to holding the book in hand do you think it was like about six months yeah maybe seven did you uh start writing when you committed i can't remember the, the timeline of um because i believe you spoke to stuart possibly 
Yeah, uh, very early on, yes. When she onboarded you, I think. And um, um, so you, you started writing when you committed to the uh, package or a little bit before? No, I think it was when I committed to the package. Right. So, yeah, I often say to people, like, they go, oh, I'll go off and do some writing and then I'll come back and work with you guys. But yeah. um, I'm always curious, you know, when the writing started and it, nine out of ten times it's always when I made the commitment there was skin in the game, I knew I said I was going to do this. And you guys yeah. were waiting for a manuscript. The manuscript got put together and written, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a comment from Lenine saying, thank you so much for writing this. I'm going to read it. As a rape survivor too, I understand exactly what you're saying. The justice system here in New Zealand is the same. I kept this a secret for over 20 years. So yeah. yeah, by you speaking up, you're going to give courage for other people to sort of speak up and, you know, kind of resonate with what, you know, you're saying and, um, yeah, make it not such a taboo topic to bring yeah. up. Yeah, and take the shame away. There should be no shame. Like, we are victims of something that was really violent that happened to us, yet we carry the shame and embarrassment for it, and that's mm. it's not okay. Yeah, yeah. So where to from here, you know, will you... Um, uh, you know, obviously network and do some speaking on, on this particular topic, you know, um, what are kind of the, the next steps? Because I always say your book is, you know, kind of your platform to to change, make a change in a particular way. What do you yeah. hope to do this year in 2023? Yeah, I'm not too sure how it's going to pan out, but I'm, I'm still pushing my message. I'm still um, sharing the book. I'm trying to do interviews where I can. I've reached out to some media. We had a wonderful book launch. Our book launch drew in over, I think, 150 people. Wow. The shop that we held it in, it was a little bookshop. They actually had to shut down service. They couldn't even serve customers. So we got a really great turnout for the book launch. Um, and I've had uh, lots of positive feedback from our local member of parliament as well. He's read the book, which that was really daunting as well. Cause I'm thinking, oh my God, cause you know, you're kind of criticizing the government, I guess it's a government run justice system. So um, he, he was um, very impressed with the book and he spoke at the book launches as, as well and identified, you know, supported all the change that needs to occur. So I'm just hoping to continue to build that momentum. You know, yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to meet with, government officials or um, I have sent a copy to the Attorney General Shannon Fentiman. I'm not sure if she's read it yet, but um, yeah. I just want to spread, I want to spread the message and I want to talk and I want to, I want to ultimately make change. And also I think I'm thinking of creating some sort of support um, group too, because a lot of people are reaching out that have never spoken to anybody and, and it's just really comforting to have that support. So I'm, I'm looking into that as well well being a social worker as well you know you you know you're in that place where you can be nurturer and, and someone who supports other people and if we can have a community you know then in numbers there's power in numbers absolutely a change yeah and um yeah other people um a very brave project um you'll be helping so many another comment there from one of our usa um oh, awesome and all that sort of stuff. So you'll, you know, people all over the world will also hear about this, even though, you know, probably the only change we could make is within our own country, but that's a pretty good start. Uh, yeah. yeah. But the um, issues are worldwide too. So, you know, everyone around the world can relate. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things, you know, I, I just love is I think media uh, would be a very powerful platform to get featured in on radio and other um, other programs and kind of, you know, go with that leveraging strategy to share the message wider if I was to give you some advice behind now that we've got the book because it's not like you are going to coach or consult or help people around this. It's more about making that you know, change at a, you know, the, the government level almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say publicity is one of the things that are definitely going to be um, a way. And I think it's quite, you know, shocking, as you say, um, and they're going to want to know well, why she's saying what she's saying. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about, you know, how was the support? How was it actually going through editing and layout and book cover design? Talk to me about why you, like, obviously we, we can make, you know, the picture, you know, that's not, not you on the cover, is it? No, it's not me. A lot of people similar. ask me. Yeah. so similar. Maybe, maybe uh, quite a bit younger, but no, it's definitely not me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, uh, I just had this image in my mind with the book cover. Um, and I just started Googling some images and, and I sent a few different ones through to the designers and um, I, I like the idea of the red cross on the, on the mouth. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they sent through a number of different versions, which was great because, you know, and even the location of the name and the title and the font, there's all these, you know, I'll different ways that it can look. I'll, I'll show a little bit clearer picture here on the share screen. So people can see it even, you know, more crisper. So yeah, you can. Yeah. Mm, and, and, and the color teal, that's the official color for sexual violence. So that was important for me to have a teal, the, the, the color be what it is. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. And um, the tagline, find out why this is the advice from a survivor of an extremely violent and life-threatening sexual assault and rape in 2018. Yeah. In Victoria, so that you, you've got a little bit of a explanation about while you've said that and yeah and there's a picture of you right there on the back of the cover yep. <laughs> yeah, I love that I love that it's a I think it's a very striking cover and you know kind of speaks you know a picture can tell a, t a thousand words uh how was the now that you know we don't worry about spelling and all that because we've got editors but how how did you find navigating like the feedback and and going through each of the st uh, steps uh the process is so easy and you can tell that like you put in so much work to make it easy for authors and non-writers, you know, to understand and to follow. You've always got a little YouTube clip. <laughs> you know, I've watched so many little, oh, how do we do this? And how do we open this file? And there's always instructions. There's always uh, video clips. So, um, and the, the turnaround, you know, everyone's very upfront with, you know, you, uh, so you, you uh, submit your manuscript and then you get told, uh, you know, you, that's with an editor, this is your editor, um, they're, they're planning to have that back to you by this date, so you can manage expectations, because it's very daunting, particularly that very first time you send that manuscript out, I was like, it was like, I was like handing over a piece of my soul, <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh my god, you know, it's, it's so nerve-wracking, um, yeah, you just don't know how it's going to be perceived, or if it's any good, or you've got all these doubts, and um, the feedback is all, you know, was always really um, constructive and positive and um, yeah, I just found the, um, the process very easy and um, the support, you know, was very person personal and yeah, um, yeah really great.
I love that. I, lo I love hearing that. And also like, you know, we learn from you guys, the minute you hit road bumps or, you, you know, there's lots of questions around a particular area, we build a system or a video around it to make sure. And obviously refining it over years, you know, you get it close to perfection. Nothing's ever perfect. But um, but you, we, we love the fact that you guys can introduce yourself to the editor, um, tell them a little bit about what it is, what the intention is, and then vice versa. They can talk um, and give you feedback, you know, and it's an encouraging process, but also very daunting when you're doing it for the very first time. Yeah. Um, you're only taking the steps for the very first time you don't know what's coming next just around the corner and all that sort of stuff so let's tell people where they can buy the book i did um uh go out stalking your your beautiful website so i might just share that um here's trish's website guys so just her name trishwyatt.com.au so spelled t-r-i-s-h-w-y-a-t-t and you've got a few um few little pages people can look through and uh then um order the copy there and um and there's a little video and all those bits and pieces so is that the kind of best place for people to go ahead and get a copy yeah definitely yeah, yeah i love that and also um the book is um available it's distributed internationally so if you prefer to go get it from Amazon or Barnes and Noble or, or your good online resellers, you'll um, all you need to put in just is a title and probably pop up. And um, I, I went and checked and it's all over the place <laughs> to make sure everything was there. So and leave a review if you are going to buy from a different website. Um, once you've bought something and you've read it, leave a review there um, as well as I'm sure Trish would love a testimonial you know via email and then uh, so you had a few there on your on your website to um you know what people have thought about when when reading the book so will there be more books in the future i'm curious you know now that, that, the first one's out the way what 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 are your thoughts or is this just kind of like a one-off thing that you just this is going to be the thing you're going to move forward <laughs> i really like writing I, I like the experience i did um I did really like it. So I'm, I'm not sure it's possible. Yeah. 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 I often say, give it about 12 to 18 months after the first book comes out and you know, your brain starts then tick over or, or you learn more mm -hmm. uh, and you experience more. And it may be like that whole 12 months after this book has come out and all the lessons of from what people have said and how and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it becomes very obvious what the next book would be. I, yeah. I often, that's how I ended up with 14 books in, in the last 13 years is that you don't think you're going to do it. It's like having, having a baby, um, you know, yeah. like you don't want to go back for it again. And then you trick yourself and you go back and do it again and again. Um, writing books is a little bit like that, but it's also very therapeutic and enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So did you find also the journey a bit healing for you to put it all down on paper yourself? Oh, absolutely but also really important to be supported psychologically at the same time like because um you are going over it so many times too and by the end of it like i had to say i think i would still had to do another final read i think i had to get my my first print copy and and do another read and i had to say i just i just don't think i can read it again like i've read it so many times yeah. um how it is is just going to have to be how it is i just can't I, I can't do it again, but um, but yeah, definitely having that. If you are writing about something very personal and traumatic, then just make sure you've got your supports and your self care uh, in place because it, it's 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 challenging. It's, it's hard. 
oh, you're reliving it. I mean, it's like they say, if you want to feel happy, go back to a place and think about this, what happened. And, you know, you, so when you're writing a book, you're going back to a place that's, you know, if you want to feel sad, go read your book. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's not a good um, anchor. And the fact of writing a book, you've got to go through it multiple times. So I don't blame you. I, often, even most of my books don't have something like what you have, but I got sick of reading them, to be honest. <laughs> it's like I, I often authors go, oh, but my book's shit because they've read it too many times. And I go, no, it's not. It's just that you've read it so many times. And you're, if you're not sick of your own content by the time you've released it, you know, you probably haven't like gone through it enough times. And, um, and I say, you're in the right place. Everyone else is going to think it's, it's awesome and amazing. And who cares if there's a couple of imperfections? Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know what are you telling people? Like, you know, you, if we're setting a standard that's unachievable, then most people won't even take the journey. Yeah. And, and it's great to encourage everyday people to write because anyone can do it. Anyone can write. Anyone, yeah, you can speak, you can write, you, yeah. and you and it, you, even English doesn't have to be your first language. We've proven that many times over, and and yeah, it's very. Uh, um, what did you do? Final question. I <laughs> know we're running out of time. Um, what did you do when you got into those emotional states? Because I have a lot of authors who do write very traumatic stories, or, or whether it's loss of life of a really close family member, child, or other types of abuse. And I know they'll like come sometimes to some sessions with their tears, like, like you know, their eyes are really red and all that. Yeah. What was your strategy when you kind of started to go down that? For me, because I did see this as an opportunity to heal at the same time, it was really important for me to acknowledge those moments and take time in those moments if I was, because you, you're recalling your memories too. Like you're going back there. You're putting yourself back there. Exactly. And um it was really important for me to process, to feel, release. I, I might just, you know, close the computer up and, and have a cry for a bit or do some journaling or, um, you know, ring and chat to somebody, a friend or some sort of support, um, you know, self-care, go make myself a cup of tea. But it, the, the big thing is acknowledging what was coming up and not just stuffing it down and saying, oh, I need to write this book and I just need to get through it. That wasn't it was the books on hold now. I'm addressing what's coming up for me now. I'm acknowledging, feeling and releasing everything. And then when I felt ready to go again, then I, I went back to it again. Those are, those are some great tips, you know, because I'm sure a lot of wannabe authors and authors that are currently going through the midst of their journeys are going to have similar challenges. So those are really great tips for them. Yeah. Well, I'm super proud of what you've achieved. I can't wait to see where this is. Maybe we'll reconvene for another interview in like six to 12 months time and see kind of the impact that this is making. And I'm so grateful that you're doing it uh, because I can only help so many people, but I love when you guys have different messages and they're either working and helping others achieve a specific goal or make this change. I feel like there's a little ripple that I was responsible for in this as well. So. Absolutely. If I hadn't come across you guys, then, you know, the book probably wouldn't be here. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, it'll happen for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, I wish every success with it. And, um, you know, um, anyone, if you want to go get that book, trishbyte.com.au or just look it up online, you'll find it. Um, it's all over the place and have an amazing week ahead. Uh, and, um, and as I like to always finish off, guys, go and smash out the rest of the week. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.